Hello, this is Liz Lawless again with Creative Passions, and we're talking with Geech Cook. Um, really great stories, Geech. We really appreciate you sharing some of those things. Was there any other maybe interesting childhood memory you have that you'd like to share with us? And then we'll talk a little bit more about as you got older. Well, a lot of people knew who J. Frank Doby was. He was a, a writer, a professor at the University of Texas, Texas, and a writer of Southwestern literature and collected stories from uh uh, the ranches in South Texas and in Mexico, ghost stories right. and buried treasure stories and wonderful, wonderful collection of stories. And so when I was uh, a freshman in high school, he was getting older and uh, they were friends of our family and he asked, uh, asked if I would drive for him, okay. drive him out drive to the ranch and to, drive yeah, him down to places. wherever, wherever sure. he wanted to go. Well, of course, in those days, you didn't really have to have a driver's license. <laughs> and, you know, we've been driving a long time. And uh, I never will forget from the Catholic school, Mama asked me one afternoon when I was in, the, I guess, the sixth grade, if she was supposed to drive the nuns across town, and she couldn't do it, so she asked me, me to. to do it. <laughs> and so, you know, I always wondered. Because you'd look through, look through the, the steering wheel, wheel and you just wondered, I said, how do people see so good? You know, because I was so low. And, but I had to be low so I could reach the, the pedals. pedals right. So it was fun. And so anyway, I, this was going to be a big assignment big to assignment, take these yeah. four nuns across all the way across Austin. <laughs> and, uh, you know, nuns made me a little nervous anyway. anyway. So anyway, <laughs> sure. I got in this car and you had this is when you had all the pedals and the clutch and all that. And so we started across town and I got nervous. And so I stepped on the clutch and the brake at the same time and I wasn't <laughs> sure if that would do it. So I pulled up the handbrake to just, <laughs> and you never heard so many beads rattling in the back of a truck. Those rosaries were spinning around. <laughs> but we finally got them across town safely and and, uh, and it was, I didn't have any problems coming home. I coming remembered home, everything like clearly. clearly so anyway, home. I was I would drive it. So they thought I ought to get a driver's license. So right. I drove across Austin to get my driver's license. I was by myself and took the test, <laughs> test. and uh, failed it. Oh, no. And so the, the guy that gave me the test, the written test, came out and uh, he said, uh, I think I passed the written test, fast, failed the, the driving, driving test. He said, how are you getting home, boy? <laughs> Uh, so, um, my brother's coming by for me in just a little while. <laughs> and so I waited outside. He waited outside yeah, with me for about 15, 15 minutes. minutes. And finally he went back in the house, back in the office, and I got in the car <laughs> and drove, drove home, home without my license. <laughs> so with all this experience, they thought, well, this would be a good guy to drive for Drake. And it really around. was a great experience for me because we got, I got to meet all of the the people that uh, the uh, ranch owners uh, well we met a lot of the ranch owners but, but we met some uh, Roy Betacek who was a Texas naturalist yeah. and uh, uh, Walter Webb who was a Texas historian and yeah. and I would drive them out to Dobie's ranch at Cherry Springs and later at Paisano and they would just sit around and you know and philosophize and that history. sort of thing yeah, sure, sure. and one day we took a uh, we'd been planting some peach trees out at Dobie's uh, Paisano ranch which was on Barton Creek right outside of Austin uh -huh. and he had two professors the, the following week he had two professors from from uh, uh, Oxford that came over came that, over that he had known England, when he had taught uh -huh. over there yeah, from England yeah and they were like Disney had cast them. <laughs> you know, they were in their wool suits and they had their ties on, on. and uh, 
and kept their coats on all the time, and That's one good. of them had a vest. And they we drove around the ranch, and uh, they philosophized about the the buzzard, how nice it would be to come back as a buzzard, buzzard. and you know what a great life they have, and how relaxed their life seemed to be. And we saw some white-tailed deer, and we saw a fox, but we didn't see any armadillos. Yeah, and they said they'd like to see right. some armadillos. So that night they were going to stay at the ranch, and I was going to go into town. So when I went out to get in the car and I turned on the headlights, there was, where I, there was an armadillo digging in one of these little peach trees, <laughs> things that we had we just, just planted. planted. So I left the lights on and quietly went in the house and I said, uh, I know y'all wanted to see an armadillo and there's one out here, here right, right now. now digging in this where we planted this new peach tree. And so they came out on the porch, the three of them, Dobie had his pants cut off, you know, wearing these cut off <laughs> khaki pants, barefooted, looked like cedar stumps Lamps, up there uh -huh. and he was out there and he picked up his shotgun as he went out the door <laughs> and these two guys were just oh by jove positively prehistoric what a quaint creature oh what a quaint creature and all of a sudden the shotgun explodes <laughs> and dobie blew, <laughs> blew like that armadillo completely up in there you know they won't quit kicking <laughs> And they just they couldn't believe that little SOB is going to dig up every peach tree in Travis County. But it was, it was, uh, it was quite a great experience. Great experience. We went one time to, uh, we were going out to Dobie's ranch, and uh, he had a, he had a yard man named Gomez, a Mexican fellow that helped him. Uh -huh. So we were going out there, and, and uh, Mr. Gomez was helping Mr. Dobie on with his coat. And Roy Betacek was going with us. And so as he helped, when he helped him on with his coat, Dobie said, Gracious, Gomez. <laughs> and uh, Roy Betacek said, uh, Frank, you know, I think it remarkable that a man who was born in South Texas on a ranch amongst the Mexican people, who has traveled <laughs> extensively throughout Mexico, collecting stories and lore for the Mexican people, has, after all these many years, been able to maintain his Anglo-Saxon accent. <laughs> <laughs> Just great. That's great. So, see, so you came by this storytelling and all we, of this uh, stuck characters, honestly, didn't you? Well, we you? grew up, uh, you know, sitting on the front porch well, and people telling, telling stories. stories. That's, that's, that's all they did. That's how they did, yeah. And, that's right. Uh, that was the entertainment. That was the entertainment. The when I was funny. In the first grade, I got a. All of us were going to the Catholic school. My sister, uh -huh. was, I was five, she was six, and Mama put us in the first grade together. together. Uh -huh. After the first day of school, I knew I was not cut out to be Wait. a scholar. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a job <clears throat> with an old man down there who had lost his legs jumping freight trains. He'd lost his legs at the knees, uh -huh. and he wore these leather pads that we used to pick low cotton in on your knees right. yeah. his name is big bill and so i'd peel off and go with him and we drove around to all these little pla uh, towns around austin uh kyle and buta manchak well, that was and when he was five i was five you? and then he had built a cage on the back of his his plymouth and we would go up and i would say my daddy lost his legs in the war and we're buying chickens and jelly <laughs> And then these ladies at these farmhouses would bring out their <laughs> finest pullets, and then we filled up the back. back of the and truck. then we'd go and we sold them there at, in South Austin at uh, Ellie's Produce. 
And then he would give me 50 cents or a dollar, depending on right. what we would made. And then I was ready to meet the kids when they got, got out, out of school. school. And I, well, I'd buy everybody candy or soda water, water or something like that, so nobody would tell on me. <laughs> anyway, it was, uh, it was, I guess, Thanksgiving, and uh -huh. they wanted to know why I wasn't bringing home a report card. And, <laughs> And I said, I don't know. I'm in school every day, Dang Mama. And that, that nun, you know, I thought nuns looked alike. Like they might that, think that kids looked, looked alike. alike. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, I started school again the next year yeah. and didn't like it much better. But uh, I had to go that time. I had to go <laughs> second. The second time they were checking on you. <laughs> but anyway, it was. Uh, so it's been fun being an entrepreneur, you know. That's right. You started early. <laughs> started early. Kid, that's five right. Years old. See, I knew you'd done it a long time, but I didn't know you started at five. That's great. Well, this is really great. It's so good to talk to you, and um, I'm going to have to break for another commercial. I, I can't believe it. The time goes so fast, but uh, we'll be back in just a minute. This is Liz Lawless, Creative Passions Radio with Geech Cook, Texas uh, folklorist, entrepreneur. And when we get back, we're going to talk with Geech about some of his entrepreneurial uh, activities today. Well, let me ask one because I'm going to start with, you know, people. Just because I don't speak it don't mean I don't understand it. I can read it and write it. 